welcome back to All Good Points. I'm your host, as always, Ricky Gray Jr. And today I'm joined by video conference with my boy DeAndre Lynn over here. Um, we're going to be talking some. What's NFL going on, Rick? What's up, man? Um, so we're just going to talk some free agency in the NFL. That's what the people wanted. So that's what we're going to go ahead and give them. Um, so I guess since we're not doing like a like a pre-roll thing, I don't even have anything to roll into this uh, this week. No ads or anything like that. So let's just go ahead and get started. Um, so first one I'm going to bring up is probably I probably say like the biggest name in free agency right now. Le'Veon Bell. How do you feel about him? Man, big name. A dominant back, if you ask me, when he was playing, you know, yeah. he may be a little rusty, and I'm kind of iffy on that because I hope the same thing that happened. You know what happened to Dez? He came back towards yeah. Achilles. Yep. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case, you know. Yeah. He's been yeah. working out, staying on his grind, and if he comes back as the Le'Veon Belly was, he'll be a beast. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. You know, there's there's a lot of, like, um, I guess intangibles is the word that I'm looking for that goes into uh, right. Le'Veon Bell, you know, gone for a year, took the whole year off. And I'm not saying like Le'Veon's going to lose that athleticism or anything like that because he won't. But at the same time, there's certain specifics that go into not playing football for a whole year that can really mess you right. up and throw you off, you know. So and I guess the right, other right. thing is you're right. taking if you're the team, you're taking a big money risk grabbing Le'Veon Bell, you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, and who's to say he still has it, you know? Exactly. Who's to say? I would give him a chance, though, if I was granted that opportunity, but... Right, right. It's I think a, it's, it's a risk. If, if you're one of those teams, like the teams that are looking at, you know, taking up that huge franchise spot, um, if you're one of those teams, you kind of have to take that risk and be like, you know what? Maybe we don't know everything about this guy, but we kind of have to take the chance anyways, you know, because they don't have a lot of options. So number one team that, you know, people are saying that he's going to go to is the New York Jets. So how do you feel on that? Where'd you land on that? Oh, the New York Jets is a good home for him. They need to establish a run game. Um, I mean, I would love, I would love to see him in purple and gold. (laughs) Hey. We got big names. You know, doing good, hey. you know he's not going there. You know he's not going there. Minnesota doesn't have the cap space for that. <laughs> no, nah, man. They don't. They don't. Um, but I like the Jets for him. I like the Jets. I feel um, like it's a good fit for the most part. Right. Right. If they can find them a, a dominant quarterback, uh, one that's more consistent. So you're not uh, buying into Sam Darnold then? Not yet. Not he yet. hasn't shown me anything he has. Great game, game, you know, but hey, was it a fluke? I think so. Right. You know, having a couple of good games versus, you know, having like a relative amount of consistency are two completely different things, you know. Um, And you being able to being able to throw a deep ball is one thing, you know, so you could throw a deep ball. That's great. But can you continue to go out there and produce first downs the whole time? And with Sam Darnold being Sam Darnold, um, I don't necessarily think he can do that, but I don't really think it's all about him. I think it's more about that team that he has with him. You know what I mean? The Jets just, they're not a good team. You know, above right. above anything else, they're just not a good team. I mean, obviously, they're in their rebuilding stage. It won't be a championship contender team for a long time if you 
ask me, but um, but that's so that's I a good do point. like that. That's a good point right there. Is it's not a championship team right now, right? So if you think right. about it, Le'Veon Bell, he comes in. Let's say he gets signed to like a three-year contract or something like that. In three years, mm-hmm. the Jets still won't be a championship team, you know. So do they take that risk right. on Le'Veon so, now? You know. I mean, what could it hurt? I mean, That's what, what could it really hurt? You That's know, a good point. Yeah. What are they going to do? Lose worse than what they're already doing? Right. Hey, right. You know. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be too much of a, a hit in the nuts if uh, if they keep losing as bad as they've been losing. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I I get you there. Um. Okay. So then another team that's been brought up is uh the Colts. How do you feel about that one? The Colts, man. Um. Andrew Luck, he surprised me this year. I mean, me I'm going to say the comeback of the year. Even over J.J. Watt, I'm going to give it to Andrew Luck. Dude had a great comeback, and yeah. they have potential there. Um, just overall, you know, as far as the wide receiver core, they have T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Um, he's a deep threat along with a tight end. You know, he's 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 crazy. Yeah, they got Ebron over there. Yeah. Right. Ebron yeah. is crazy, man. Ebron is nasty. Yeah. Um, so then, okay. So there's a there's a good point right there with the Andrew Luck, the T. Y. Hilton, the um, the Eric Ebron. They've got Marlon Mack as a running back right now, and if they add that a- uh, Le'Veon Bell into the mix right there, that could actually be something special. You know, it could. I think the it question could. is, I mean, do they take that money and do that though? Uh, how about that time with Mack being, um, you know, who who he's trying to establish himself? You know, Mack. Yeah. He, he was doing good for a little bit of time. And, I mean, are you going to take away from him and give that playing time to Bell? Right. I don't right. see it working too much. I don't see that one working out too well um, either. I don't really see uh, Le'Veon going over there. And I think I think if they were thinking, like, immediate impact kind of thing, though, if you do bring Le'Veon in there, they already won the AFC South. So, Right. They could probably continue to do that if they had somebody like Le'Veon. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Most definitely. Just Most a bigger definitely. threat. Most um, so moving on, let's move over to the defensive side. Earl Thomas, the safety for the Seattle Seahawks. How do you feel about him being a free agency? Free agency? Oh, man. Earl Thomas. The guy was good, but mm-hmm. he's getting up in age, right? He, he's definitely getting up in age. That leg injury, I think, coming off him a up. leg injury. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's another risky. That's another another risky take um, for anybody picking him up. An older guy coming off an injury, a significant injury at that. Big one, um, yeah. Right. So I wouldn't be willing to roll that dice. I would rather go into the draft and scoop somebody at that position. And Grab somebody in the draft. Right. right. So, um, yeah, so, I'm I'm not leaning on the Earl Thomas chart. So the other side of that is um, one of the places that he wants to go is uh, Dallas. That's one of right. the big places that he wants to go is Dallas. Now, Dallas, I think, in their secretary, secretary, secondary, good Lord, um, <laughs> is uh, Jeff Heath. I think that's one of their safeties right now. And I was thinking, like, if if they did pair Earl Thomas with Jeff Heath, then that would actually be probably one of the most are the one of the more solid secondaries that they've had in a long time like that'll actually help out a lot so i don't see it as a as a big risk for dallas even though he has like a little bit of an injury bug 
You know, that's not mm-hmm. a huge risk for them because they're like, okay, well, we'll bring him in, you know, and probably not pay him too much, but sign, sign him to a pretty good contract and then kind of move on from there. If he doesn't play well, then he doesn't play well. You know, sign him to like a two-year deal or something like that. Mm-hmm. So and, I do think that'd be smart for them. You you are right. And I mean, to pair with, you know, the linebackers of, you know, Vanderish, who was an up-and-coming star, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, you know. And they just uh, franchised uh, franchise tagged uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Right, right. So, I mean, they have a lot of key defensive players. It'd be players. a good defense, yeah. It, it'd be a stacked defense. But will he stay healthy in the season um, and keep that injury from coming back or, you right. know, causing him problems? I, I'd like right. to find that out. Yeah, I think that's one of the I think that's probably one of the biggest intangibles as far as like this year's free agency goes is because you've got somebody like like a Le'Veon Bell who hasn't played for a year. And you've got somebody like an Earl Thomas who was out for a long time with a big leg injury. And mm-hmm. it's like a lot of these free agents are pretty much guys that just got injured and it was like okay well you know and there was the whole Steeler drama with uh, Le'Veon Bell and I don't blame Le'Veon Bell for wanting to leave I wouldn't want somebody to keep throwing a franchise tag on me just to keep me around for a year you know that's kind of bullshit so um I don't blame him for leaving also um I I wonder if he sees how other teams might perceive him as maybe not being a team player you know um, as far as their opinion of his actions on wanting more money from dealers, no one can argue with that. I mean, yeah. as I've said before on this show, you know, it is a job that yeah. these people have to maintain and support their families with. Um, you can't get mad at a guy for wanting more money and he's putting up the stats that prove that he should be getting paid that. Right, right. I mean, come on, man. Like, um, like you, he may come into a new locker room and they have their opinions of, oh, you know, he's only for himself and not for the team. Yeah, uh, man, what would you do in that position? You're putting up stats, true, right? And I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think that they should really, um, I don't think that they should really do him like that. Sorry yeah, about that. no, you're good, bro. Um, so the other thing that I think that weighs into the Earl Thomas trade is like, um. Like you know how he was playing that this uh the Seahawks had that game against Dallas and then he ran into like Dallas's locker room or whatever and started talking to Jason Garrett about bringing him over there. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what was that? No, you're good. Uh <laughs> but do you remember how uh Earl Thomas played uh that game against Dallas and then like after the game he ran over to Dallas and was talking about how he wanted to play over there? Right now, that's that's um a tad disrespectful. That's you a know. little bit disrespectful. <laughs> that's a little bit disrespectful, yeah. you know. That, right, like there's a time and a place for everything, and that wasn't the time or the place. Uh, you could let your agent handle something like that, uh, express yeah. your feelings of yeah. that. But you've got people to do that for you. Right, that's a bit flamboyant um, of doing that. So. Bringing up another safety, because uh, I got to talk about him, because I actually really like him as a safety. Uh, mm-hmm. Landon Collins was let go by the Giants today. The Giants, yeah, yeah. I think that's a safety Surprised you have that. to grab. You know, like, that's that's a good-ass safety right there. You have right. to grab him. You yeah, know, a team like... Uh, right, like, so, like, you know how the, the Redskins let DJ Swearinger go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Why don't you grab Landon Collins, put him next to Ha Ha Clinton Dix, and be done with it? <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, but that's a quick Reds, swap. It is, and it definitely is. Um, and the Redskins are lacking in their secondary. They're lacking the in their secondary quarterback. Quarterback, and, you know, it's bad. It's right, bad. Right. You um, know. Did you see how they uh, put Josh Rosen on the trading block? Mm-hmm. So they I put. Did. Him- for that trade, and I was like, man, you imagine getting drafted one year, and the next year they put you on a trading block. You're about to leave that team. Boy, that's got, that's got to be <laughs> tough to be a fucking Cardinal right now, just being put up. Like, like that's so messed up to do. So <laughs> the, the interesting thing about that is, so, like, if you're Washington and you see somebody like Josh Rosen get put up on a trading block, right? I think like your idealism is okay. We don't have a quarterback because Alex Smith probably isn't even coming back. Right. So if Alex I mean, Smith yeah. doesn't come back, maybe trade a couple of players or picks or something like that and grab Josh Rosen. There's there's your franchise quarterback if you want him. You know what? I was really wanting to see. Um, I was really wanting to see like a Kyler Murray or a or a um, I believe Drew Lock. I would like to see them playing going over uh, to Washington. Washington? Wow. Right. Right. Wow. Okay. I mean, just think about it. Like, even though the careers in Washington are bad, you can tell from <laughs> Alex Smith and Joe Theismann, they don't end well for some reason. RG3. It is Washington. a curse in Washington, man. You cannot be a quarterback in Washington. <laughs> um, you are a quarterback so, in Washington. Are you sold on Kyler Murray? Weary, you know? Yeah. But I would like to see Kyler Murray or like someone like you know Greer, someone of that caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so then bringing up, uh, we're gonna hit close to home right now. Um, okay. Anthony Barr is a free agent. Most likely will not be coming back to the team. Yeah. How yeah. How are you feeling about that? <clears throat> um, I, I'll say that Anthony Barr is a great linebacker. Yeah, some of the schemes that we had Anthony Barr doing kind of set ourselves up for failure. When we were putting Anthony Barr on wide receivers and expecting him to play like a cornerback, of course he's going to get burned. Like he's a linebacker, not a cornerback. Yeah, he's a linebacker that I mean is not very fast already to begin with. Right. So I mean, against somebody that's fast, that's stupid. Exactly. Let's take it. Let's take it back to when we played the Rams. Yeah. Uh, It it was it was a nightmare. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Toasted. Yeah, it was horrible. Toasted plenty of times, but if if you're not having him on those types of schemes and you're and you're putting pressure on the quarterback, Anthony Barr is a great addition, and I hate to see him go. I actually hate to see him go. Yeah. Um, but I hope we can we can find a, a better replacement for that, <clears throat> and maybe free up some cap for an old line player. Yeah. So, and there's the thing about Minnesota because. They're even thinking about rest- uh, restructuring Kyle Rudolph's contract for uh, trading him. So he really only has two options. He's either going to accept his new contract or he's going to get traded, um, which that's another one where that one hits close to home for me. And I'm like, man, I've been watching Kyle Rudolph for a long time. Right, you know, I love man. the way he plays. But at the same right, time, right. Though, he's solid. Yeah, at the same time, though, we do have David Morgan. You know, they're thinking about drafting that Noah. Crap, I can't remember his last name. But there's this kid coming out of college. He ran a stupid fast 40. He's a tight end. But they're thinking about drafting somebody Mm. like that. 
Um, so we do have the, and then we, Bucky Hodges just fell through the cracks and I don't understand how that happened, but whatever. Um, but the, the interesting thing about that is I think I, or at least I hope, I hope that Minnesota is done with the like BS, um, let's go out and get skill position players crap. Like, I hope they're done with Mm -hmm. that. It's time to solely invest in that offensive line and get that done because it doesn't matter how many skill position players you have. You can't do anything if you don't have an offensive line. And that's been apparent for like the Mm -hmm. last three years for Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have a question for you uh, in concerns of that. I've seen, uh, well, there's two things I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, The re-signing of CJ Ham and um, Trey Wayne's being put on the trading block. Hate it. I mean, wow! Like those. Like, Love the first one. Hate think? the second one. Hated that uh-huh. one. Saw that uh-huh. pop up. Uh, the second I saw it, I was like, okay, so we're gonna give up the guy that, for the most part, stays healthy, can corner yes. or can can cover um, pretty damn well. When Mike Hughes went out, he was perfectly fine stepping back into his old role, kind of because mm-hmm. exactly. Well, we can be honest. Xavier Rhodes did not have a good year this year. He did not. He did not, man. Even though he is a shutdown cornerback. Yeah, but he had that hamstring. Yeah, he had that hamstring lingering injury. But Trey Wayne's solid for the most part. And the funny thing is, a lot of people talk about, like, how many penalties get called on him. Dude, I love physical corners. I love physical corners. If you're gonna, if you're hand fighting a guy the whole time, they call a flag on you. Forget it. Whatever. It's not a big deal. But don't mm-hmm. don't stop hand fighting because you're worried about them calling a flag. You know what I mean? Trey's a fast mm-hmm. dude. He's right, got right. good interceptions but before. When does that eventually become a problem? Well, it becomes a problem pretty quickly when it's when it's down. You know, on the fifth, and when they throw it, you know, somewhere down towards the twenty or the ten yard line. You know, and it's a fade route, and he gets a pass interference call. That's mm-hmm. when it becomes a problem. But so that's where I go. If you're within that range, your defensive scheme needs to be set up to where your safety is over the top of that guy anyways. Right. They shouldn't be able to hit you at a deep route like that. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, like the best thing about Zimmer is it's hard to read his defense. But then the worst thing about Zimmer is that sometimes his defense is too complicated for the players to comprehend. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Um, and, and you'll I see it on like, blown coverages all the time. Right, right. I feel like I was feeling the same way about seeing Trey Wade's on the block. Uh, I mean, and I don't even know the prospects that are coming for the draft, you know, that they could feel that. Right, right. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens, though. So I'm excited to see. Another one, um, another – Vikings player, of course, because they're just all dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheldon Richardson is probably going to be <laughs> gone if they can't if they can't figure out something. Um, I oh. don't like that at all. I actually felt like they need to make sure he stays. Mm. Now, now I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on this one. I mean, the guy had a decent season, but I mean, look who had a better season. I mean, Hunter was a beast this year. Yeah, you know, Daniel Hunter was a beast this year. Um, it, it depends Even on what Weatherly he had wants. a really good year too, right? So it, it depends on what Rich. I think one of the biggest. Like, let's right. let's pursue him. 
I think one of the biggest things about uh, Sheldon was the fact that he's a very good interior run stopper. You know what I mean? Did we cut out again? Oh, I, I, I'm here. I'm here with you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was saying that. Uh, that I think one of the best things about uh, Sheldon is that he's a really good interior run stopper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things about him. He's good on the interior. I thought he was great next to Linval Joseph. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of tandem, having Hunter on the outside, that's a, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty solid front line. Now, the other news is that Everson Griffin is most likely going to be hitting the trading block, or actually is yeah. hitting the trading block right now. Um, I don't right, like that. Right. But the fact that he missed six games due to uh, a mental health kind of thing um maybe maybe we let him go and and put um put Stephen Weatherly on the other side or any of the other guys that we've picked up you know right um as far as Emerson Griffin goes um you know when it's all said and done it is a game um and if he's having medical issues mentally um if it comes down between and hey, if you have to let someone go to help them, right, then that may be the right thing to do. Matter of fact, that is the right thing to do. Uh, yeah. because right, he did miss six games and you never know what somebody's going through mentally, you know, how it's affecting them or Yeah, you don't really know the way that they're dealing with any of the any of the issues that they're going through, you know, from a mental aspect of things. Um so <clears throat> the interesting way that I could see them spending a lesser amount of money and filling the spot that Everson Griffin is going like going to leave because he's going to leave a big hole there. Ezekiel Alonza from Detroit is a free agent too. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. you let Everson go. Yep. And you I sign think, Alonza, think... you know. Right. Could be a good move. Could be a good move on their part. Um, there's another one that I kind of wanted to get to. Let me just uh, where we at? Oh, there we go. Um, down the soup. I wonder if it has to do with the uh, the recording process. But anyways, what we were talking about was uh, Indomitian Sue. Um, how I don't want him. Okay team or in the nfl um mainly because of his attitude issues great football player though i'm not going to take that away from him uh Mm -hmm. where do you see him ending up do you actually see him leaving the rams or do you think they'll end up resigning him i mean i see him leaving actually um i see him leaving um and i do like nadonica sue just like you were saying (laughs) trey wayne's yeah Physicality, the Donican yeah, dude does the same thing, man. But he may do some dirty things. Uh, well, a lot of dirty things. A lot of but, dirty uh, things. <laughs> but I mean, it's football, man. It's football. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. It is football. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to like take away his like skill as a right. as a football player. You know. Um. So another one that I actually missed that I didn't even I must have spaced was a. Uh, uh, Randall Cobb from the Packers. Oh, I completely Packers. spaced it. Yeah, like Randall's. I mean, his his contract, all his whole thing is up. Could I be mean, a good wide receiver three option. Well, 
could, man. How am I feeling about Randall Cobb? I mean, I'm I'm feeling like, man, he's I don't know if it's mediocre or just sure. I don't know, man. I'm I'm torn on Randall Cobb. I don't see anything like special right now. I mean, that's fair. To, to be in addition, I mean, he could probably go where to the Giants. You know, they could yeah, always something more like third. that. You know, yeah. something like that. Uh, Giants. I'd see like Giants, Redskins. Um, maybe Jacksonville. Maybe, maybe Jacksonville. Maybe Tennessee, because yeah. Tennessee needs yeah. another wide receiver. Yeah, you know? yeah, Tennessee. I could yeah. see him as being like a good little wide receiver, like a good slot wide receiver, kind of just to right. take up space right. and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So then we've got Mark Ingram. I'm thinking Mark Ingram's going to just get re-signed by the Saints. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're going to yeah. let him go. Um, Terrell Suggs is definitely going to get re-signed by Baltimore because he's going to retire there. The I was about to say the old man, man, he's he's put in his time. He's yeah, I think he'd be time. like the type to like take a pay cut just so he could retire at the place that he's always played for. You know, what right? I mean? That's so he could be that. like, I never played anywhere else. I always played exactly, here. and I can respect that, is, that. That's a Kobe thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm exactly. Gonna retire here, that's it. Know? That's a Kobe right. thing right there. Being like, you know Very what? Humble. This team is ass, but I'm just gonna go ahead and stay. Right. I'll retire here. Right. You know that kind of thing. It's um, <laughs> funny I'm too. Loyal to the end, man. You started talking basketball. Now I want to talk basketball. We were supposed to talk football this whole time. Um, <laughs> I just want to get that representative. <laughs> get that. Get that Kobe thrown in there. Yeah, that um, But uh, so I'm. I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, and wrap this up, man. Thanks again for hanging out, coming through. Uh, I'll do the splicing and editing on my side over here. Appreciate you stopping by. Um, Maybe see you next week. Maybe we could talk about some basketball. Oh yeah, man. Hey, we gotta get some of that combine talk in. You know, combine uh, stuff. You know, some some March Madness stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, bro. So I will holler at you. All right, but all right.